0: Hello and welcome back to episode 15 of the New Managers Club podcast. Today Sarah and I Sarah That's my (laughs) little pet name for her. (laughs) Sarah and Molly. Sarah and I (laughs) Sarah and I will be talking about giving feedback. This is something, as a new manager, I sort of think to myself, like, who am I to judge what they've done work wise? Like you know? Um, Well, you're their manager. Unless there's obviously, yeah, I am their manager. (laughs) (laughs) And that's sometimes where I have to remind myself, like, even now, and in episode 13, we we talked a little bit about imposter syndrome. This is a situation where that creeps in for me. And I have to remind myself, no, I'm a professional with almost nine years experience in marketing. I know what I'm talking about. But I'm also so open to the fact that I don't know everything, I won't always get it right, and I'm still relatively, in the whole span of my career, I'm still relatively early on, so I really battle with those two sides. There's a small part of me that's like, yeah, you know what you're doing. You have a right to give feedback. And then there's this huge part that's the imposter that's like, who am I to tell them if that was right or wrong? Unless it's really obvious like a big copywriting mistake or, you know, errors in something that's very, very obvious. And so that's definitely been something that I've had to overcome for sure.
1: Yeah, it's. I think it feels really unnatural sometimes. I've been a manager a little bit longer than a year, but giving feedback is something that is relatively um new and untried in a lot of organizations and i think people are generally quite uncomfortable with it even giving good feedback it feels a little bit awkward doesn't it It feels a little bit um patronizing yeah yeah it can be you know just like I i feel a bit cringy saying this but yeah you know it we can't underestimate the the glow it gives people it just has such a positive effect um, that it is worth doing. And um, someone once said to me that what they do is they think of feedback. Um, they relate it to pebbles they carry around in their pocket. Take from that what you will. But they, they put them into their left pocket in the morning. So they maybe put five pebbles into their pocket in the morning and. Um, And then every time they give someone feedback, they pass the pebble from the left to the right pocket. And then when the left pocket's empty, they'll know they've done their feedback well for the day. I love
0: that. I think I might start doing that. Be careful what sort of pebbles
1: you use, because you could end up very lopsided. You could have the back <laughs> issues. But I you
0: could use you could use yeah. mental
1: pebbles, I guess, couldn't
0: you? Mental pebbles, I like that. I all a lot of my clothes also don't have no. pockets where work clothes, especially where I would put pebbles. But maybe I'll have like paper clips on my notebook or something, and I'll shift them around when I've given feedback. Yep. Or something like yep. You get little feedback stickers. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. I. I think you're right in saying that it has such a massive impact on people when you do push to say these positive things. And I've noticed for sure times where I've said something to someone that they did well, and then it's just encouraged them to go on and do loads more of the same, which has worked out amazingly for me as their manager. Um, But there are also many, many times when I've thought something about something that someone's done that's been amazing that I've not Mm. said to them. And often that's when it's not someone that I directly manage or potentially someone on the same level or more senior than me. And I sort of think, ah, like, is that weird? If I'm like, good job (laughs) to (laughs) to someone more senior, obviously. (laughs) Well done. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but actually... As someone that's now in a management role, if someone more junior than me came and said, Oh, well, do you know what I really like the way you presented that in that meeting, I'd be like, Oh, thank God, like it's so nice to hear because that was really nerve wracking to do that. And so I don't I don't know why actually that I don't do that more and maybe after this I will well I definitely will try and do yeah, that. Yeah, because I think
1: the more senior people get, the less feedback they receive. Mm. Um, I certainly don't get huge amounts of feedback. My, my manager is really good, actually, at sending me feedback um, and will give me feedback after any sort of major presentation or event or whatever, which I find really useful. Um, but other than that, you know, you don't get much. And when you think about, you know, the more senior people within the organisation, the amount of feedback they get from people is limited because, like we're saying, you know, you feel a bit weird, don't you? Saying to someone who you see mm. as more senior to you, you know, oh, you did that really well. But sometimes what I try and do is say, I really liked what you did when you, mm. you know, I think that feels a little bit yeah. more natural. I don't know. I just, yeah. Especially when someone does something and I'm trying to give in the moment feedback, I'll say, I really liked mm. it when you did that. That was brilliant. Do more, go do yeah. more of that, please. Do some more of that. And, they, they do and and lots of other stuff as well and it sort of reminds me of years ago when i worked in a completely different industry and not in marketing um i worked in construction and interior design which is a very male-dominated wow. very um badass type of environment where there's no messing around <laughs> and no feedback um but you know we had two two sort of senior leaders and one of them was as scary as anything and would just shout and holler at everybody and would be like do this do that and we did what we had to do for him because um we had to and because he was shouting at us but we didn't do any more because we wouldn't dare because he might then shout us for doing more we just you know we did what he did and then we had another leader who was really just so nice and so engaging and i don't think he ever raised his voice at anybody in the whole time i worked for him and people would just run over hot coals for him they would Mm. just and he did give feedback even though it wasn't a thing then really he did give feedback you know he would say to someone i really like that i really you know that was really good um that was really positive. I liked the way you did XYZ, you know, and, and people would do anything that he asked them. Won't matter what it was, you would do it because he just made you want to, because you knew that he appreciated what you did. And it's feedback yeah. is really about showing our appreciation, isn't it? And our gratitude for you know, mm. that, that certainly for me, I always remember that as something being quite important in my yeah. career around, you know, what was, um, what was positive and what wasn't.
0: Yeah, definitely. I now in, I think before I maybe got into the workplace properly, bar my first job, which if you've ever listened to episode one of the New Managers Club podcast, you'll of know. Of course I've listened to them all. Bar that, I don't. Why would I? <laughs> Good, good. Um, Yeah, apart from that one, I don't know that I've ever worked for anyone that has shouted. Um, But yeah, it's quite hard. Now that I'm in a brilliant company, it's quite hard to imagine being in an environment where anybody would shout. And it just, I could never as a manager imagine shouting at anyone. No, no, no,
1: you don't need to do if you use the right words.
0: You don't oh, yeah. need to shout,
1: and no, I mean I hope that that is very much in the past now. <laughs> but probably yeah. there's people out there thinking, no, it's not. It's not in the past. And if, <laughs> if you're thinking that, you're in the wrong job. Move. You're worth more than being shouted yeah. at. But you know, no. leadership by by hollering as loud as you can at people just doesn't mm.
0: doesn't work. Yeah. It Doesn't work at all. Total side note mm. to this. Um, but I did read something the other day that I actually reposted to our LinkedIn is that people that speak the most and have the most like airtime in meetings are most likely to be to make it into management roles just by default. It doesn't matter what they've said; they can talk utter. But what, whatever it is that that makes them seem like the right person to get into a uh, leadership roles, and hopefully, um, like you said, things things are changing and that sort of thing isn't happening quite so much now it's more um quality over quantity yeah
1: because sometimes the person who says least can then say one thing that's more impactful than someone else Mm -hmm. who just continually talks all the way through the whole thing but Mm -hmm. that says a lot more about leadership doesn't it and how leaders Mm -hmm. i mean there are still a lot of dinosaur leaders out there And of course, all of the new Mm. managers that are listening to this want to do it differently and want to be a different sort of leader because we've all suffered at the hands of those dinosaur leaders um, and want to do it differently. And
0: that's why you're listening to this. Yay! Yeah, exactly. Because we don't want to be that. No, we don't. We want to give good feedback. We want to hype people up and make sure they have very enjoyable careers and progress into whatever it is that they want to do so have you had any have i had any feedback recently um i i think i spoke actually on the last episode that we did on imposter syndrome where i'd asked for feedback it was actually in a job interview setting and i said at the end of the interview is there anything about my skills or experience that you don't feel like i've covered or maybe you don't quite meet something along those lines and then they came back and said that they weren't sure about my strategy and leadership and i was like and I mentioned in the last episode that I was really annoyed, actually, because I felt like I'd done loads of formal strategy. I write felt the right strategies for things all the time. And I did I rambled a probably quite defensive-sounding answer to their... Um, they did actually offer me the job in the end. Um, didn't take it because I was so offended by their feedback. <laughs> Not the only reason. Um, <laughs> but um, I actually don't know that I'll ever ask for feedback in the same way in an interview ever again. I think it's good to be able to address... The feedback that you're given but um i just wasn't quite prepared so i think um yeah in, in re- if you're asking for feedback make sure you're prepared for some potentially uh, answers that you're not expecting or that you're not hoping for and making sure that doesn't knock your confidence but apart from that i don't receive formal written feedback often As a manager, I used to get it all of the time. I feel like every week I'd have feedback popping up in our formal system. Um, I maybe had actually to be honest, most of the feedback that I have in my clear review now, Sarah, you send feedback. (laughs) (laughs) If I've ever done something, I can guarantee you'll send me some nice feedback. So that's lovely. Um, but no, apart from that, I don't I don't know that I've received any sort of feedback recently, and I think I should focus. I think I focus too much on the formal feedback instead of little comments that people make here and there and one thing that I definitely do if someone gives me positive feedback verbally whether it be face-to-face or virtual part of I think it's part of my imposter syndrome I don't just accept that they think that or be like Thanks so much for saying that. I'm always like no 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 like no you shouldn't think that. <laughs> you shouldn't think I'm great. Um, stop talking. I'm not I'm not so good. And instead of just being like oh thanks like I really appreciate that you've taken the time to say that to me, I just get really awkward about it. No idea why. I just I just do. Um, but I think potentially that could also put someone off giving feedback again if every time you just like melt into the ground and super cringe when you get feedback like (laughs) that's not encouraging people to tell you again
1: but that is really sort of common in just day-to-day life as well isn't it when ever someone compliments me on something like you know you look nice today it's like oh this old thing no you know well yeah. your hair looks really nice <laughs> have you done something oh no I'm having actually I'm having a really bad hair day it's really awful and you think oh you know can you hear yourself why can't you just go mm. oh thanks and it's the same with professional feedback you know instead of mm. us just saying oh thank you I'm really glad you liked it which is the sensible response our overthinking brain kicks in and we go oh well yeah but it was okay but I mean you know that bit when I I really you know I slipped up you could see that couldn't you yeah and then they I'm sure they're thinking well I didn't but I'm going to go back and look at it now and see if you did oh for sure you know why are you telling me that so being able to take feedback is as important as being able to give it but it just feels so unnatural Mm. for us doesn't it
0: oh it does I think that's something we learn as we grow older though because as you were talking there it reminded me of my something my son said actually when he got some feedback after a play he'd done recently and I was thinking after oh my god I hyped my boys up way too much because he'd done a school play and someone came up to him after and said oh you did a really good job and he was like I know and I was like oh that's confidence (laughs) I stopped yeah I stopped for a second and I was like oh where did that like I just wasn't expecting that response. And he often, both of my boys have really similar responses when they get positive feedback. And I was thinking, like, that must be something we learn as we get into, like, the working world where we're just like, oh, no, like, you know, not accepting these compliments and positive feedback.
1: Yeah. well, you know, we haven't all got amazing parents, have we? Like you obviously are, that, you know, make... That it's, it's confidence, isn't it? And it's just... we. We, as a cultural thing um, in this country, do seem to find it much easier to be very negative rather than be positive. And so, you yeah. you know, you don't watch the news and, and hear lots of great things about people. You know, it's about the bad stuff all the time, isn't it? And if someone does something really good, we'll still find something really bad about it to say. Yeah. And I think culturally we find it very hard to be positive and we're just not in that whole flow of giving feedback and accepting feedback and saying Mm. oh yeah great thanks we'd much rather you know say something really negative because we seem to be much happier in that space which is really sad but it's up to us as leaders to really turn that around because with with good feedback you know you you encourage that growth mindset that we're we're always Mm. aiming for aren't we um you know that that sort of oh great so i can do something well and that's fantastic and you know as i've i think i've said in in one of our other podcasts i had a great mentor when i was younger who was really good at telling me what what i did well but was equally really good at telling Mm. me when i was being a bit of a jerk and occasionally I know it's hard Mm. to believe now but occasionally I was um and that I just respected so much because I knew that I'd Mm. just get that honest I mean I can't say that I loved being told I was you know I didn't do something well but at least I knew that that it wasn't just a case of someone just saying I'd done something that that could have been better because that's all they said. it was mixed in with also, you know, they gave me positive feedback as well.
0: Hmm, yeah, definitely. And there's a few things I think I struggle with, with both giving and receiving positive positive and negative feedback. One of them being is sometimes I wonder if if someone's just not good at something and that's not their strength how far do you go in giving feedback frequently to try and get them to a place where they're good at it or do you just let it go keep focusing on the positive stuff that they're doing really well and just accept that that person is not very good at that particular thing like you've fed back maybe two or three times you've tried to work it out but it's just not clicking for them you know like getting that balance between between the two
1: because feedback is really just part of that whole relationship isn't it and we talked in our Mm. last um podcast episode um about having those really good check-in one-to-one type of meetings with people and i think if Mm. you've got a really serious performance issue or a behavioral issue with somebody feedback's a good way to start but it's not going to solve the problem if someone isn't very self aware or isn't very mm. um, very emotionally intelligent, then all the feedback in the world isn't going to help. You know, I've I have um, people that I work with that I've given really quite direct feedback to, and I've said to them, You know, you're really not being a very good manager. I haven't actually used those words because I figure that's not very professional, mm. is it? But you know things that will sort of highlight to them what it is that actually isn't working for them and why they're not sort of succeeding in certain areas. But um, if they're not very self-aware, then they're just not going to buy into it. So there's Mm. a lot, I think there's a lot more value in that positive feedback piece, but with some good constructive feedback every so often, I think is really helpful. I mean, I've seen people just dive in and say something really cutting, um, you know, that was rubbish or what made you think you could present or whatever, you know, that people have given. Oh. <laughs> and you think, oh, that's just not going to help, is it? You know, that's not going to help that person. Yeah. So, you know, when you're giving constructive feedback, you've really got to think about what it is you're saying. So thinking about that example you gave of, of the the person that said to you well you know we didn't like your strategy or we didn't think you had enough experience in strategy or something yeah that's not really very specific is it it's like well strategy is like a big thing so what what in particular (laughs) didn't you like what in particular Mm -hmm. didn't work what element of it wasn't good um and sometimes to help with um constructive feedback i sometimes put on a you know, and the outcome of that behavior was um so if someone does yeah. something that i think oh, i'm not you know I'm not sure about that so i might say to them you know when you when you said x in that meeting did you notice the impact it had on that other person in the room did you see mm. how um how difficult it was for everybody how you know um and sometimes that that can sort of make people look beyond what i'm saying to them and they're you know but it's not Mm. that's not necessarily a recipe for success but it's you know it's something that sometimes is helpful but you know it's really being specific i think when you're you're doing that but in anything actually in any sort of feedback you're giving you know what was it you liked why did you like it Mm. because otherwise you know you might say i really like that and they'll think Oh okay. But if you say, Well, I liked it when you did this and um I liked it because um then it sometimes sort of gives that you know that sort of Oh right, okay. I know now what it is that yeah. works for that person. I'm gonna do it again.
0: Yeah, for sure. I that's something as someone that finds it really awkward to sometimes give um not negative feedback but constructive criticism i had that's something i've learned in my first year of management being clear and concise is being kind and being sort of waffly and trying to sugarcoat it is where it's not it's not been good for either part i've not got mm. what i wanted they've not really understood what mm. i said <laughs> so that's definitely something that i've learned i find that it's i from experience I've found that sometimes I can be absolutely shitting myself about to give someone some feedback about something that's not working for me or setting a boundary and I can I can sit on it for too long and think about it for too long before I say anything but actually when I have said something it's just a weight that's lifted it's sort of like shifted that off so that I'm no longer walking around with this you know, issue that's happening that needs to be resolved. It's like, it's sort of half off my plate at that point, once I've said it and got it out there in a sort of clear, concise way. Maybe it won't be resolved, maybe it will, but at least it's been said either way. One thing I know that I do, as well as someone that finds it really awkward to give feedback, both personally and professionally, if something annoys me, or I don't feel like something is right, I let little things build up all the time and I'm like oh no it's fine like it's, it's really not a big deal like it doesn't really matter like it's such a minor detail but who cares really but these things build up and I have learned this many many times and I've learned this in my in my personal life with friends so things that will irritate me and I'll just be like no it's fine let it go let it go let it go and it gets to a point where I'm like I'm cutting you off like mm-hmm. you maybe you didn't pay your half the taxi fare but it was the 20th time that I've been left with the bill and I'm like nah we're done but they won't know they don't know because I've never raised but you know this is an ongoing issue I'm just like ah I won't, I won't bother with that anymore but it's a really bad thing to do it's really to sort of sit and work yourself up about something and not give feedback and say oh actually you know when you eat when you send me these emails for approval the copies you know there's always the same spelling mistake and i have to correct it every time like that's a small thing that you have to correct each time but it builds up and these things accumulate Mm -hmm. don't they and then it just has this for for me anyway i have this moment where it's like it's like a volcano i've had all these things i'm like it's all really annoying me and it feels like this major issue where if i just dealt with a smaller issue in the moment, like. It would have been fine. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I'll make sure that I pay my half of the taxi fare next time. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really rubbish example. I don't know why I used that. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I think certainly it can build up, can't it? If you can't can't just Mm -hmm. have those sort of moments with someone where you can be honest about what it is that's not working, then it does build up and build up. And lots of minor things, which actually, if they knew that you didn't like... Um, or that it was something they need to pay a bit more attention to, might be resolved without it becoming a massive thing. But once it gets to the point where you've put it off and put it off, it does explode, mm-hmm. and it can be then a really big like performance issue almost. When they might not yeah. even be aware. You know, so many times people say, "Oh, that person is really rubbish at what they do," and you think, "Well, have you told?" And, you know, you say to them, "Have you have you told them that?" <laughs> oh no oh god no no i'm not gonna tell them it's like well how do they know they might be thinking they're doing like really well and you haven't given them one single bit of feedback to tell to give them any thought otherwise Mm. you've just kept saying yeah okay you know you've let them keep doing it and so they're thinking yeah great i'm doing really well and it's not what you want and Mm. so you know it's yeah uh, yeah you can't you really can't let it build up it's not good get it out
0: yeah definitely definitely. and I think it also having that getting out those like minor bits of constructive criticism also helps when you do say something positive like they know that you mean it and that you're not just like yeah you know saying like nice stuff all the time like you genuinely mean what you're saying I, I think that's something I've worried about actually I feel like I'm fairly good at giving positive feedback I quite like to hype people up because I I feel like like most people I can often spot things like brilliance in other people um but when they obviously don't see it themselves but I do wonder if I'm constantly like oh you're great at doing that you're great at doing that does it sort of have less meaning and do they not um not not value it but you know like the the, my opinion is not valid because I'm always like oh that's great but they don't believe it in themselves. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that made yeah. any sense.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I've got to stop sending you those hourly messages about how great you are. I've taken that on board. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess you can no, you keep can, doing you it. Can probably <laughs> do it, can't you? You know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, I guess there's a balance to be had. But if you do balance it with things that they're not doing so great as well, because there will be stuff that everyone's not so great at then mm. what you say in both areas will have a lot more impact, possibly. It it will be, yeah, you know... definitely. Yeah, okay, I understand that, I get that. Um, sometimes if you link mm. your feedback to company values and purpose as well, that can be quite cool. um, good in terms of giving it a bit of format and, um, you know, showing people actually that you've got values that you you work to as an organisation and that actually, you know, they're living them and, and really sort of making them happen. Um, that, that can be quite good. Or that actually someone isn't acting in accordance with your values and isn't, mm. isn't demonstrating values um, that, you know, you hold really important in your organisation. Then that, again, is another sort of structural guideline for them i guess for them to understand what you're talking about when you say you don't you don't like something yeah um do you get feedback from anyone outside of your business in a professional sense yeah either
0: um i i sometimes sometimes we get feedback on this podcast which is lovely listeners that come to us and say what they've liked about it. Someone messaged us on Instagram recently to They were very specific in what they liked. They had pinpointed a couple of episodes specifically. And that was super, super helpful for us to know, yeah. you know what we like going forward. Well, equally, we've had people message us that have said something that we can do to improve. And um, it was based around the, the volume of the sound on a particular mm. episode. Um, so that's super helpful as well. I think think, depend, depending on the level of feedback, like we do this for free in our own time. We're not, like, gaining anything from doing this. So sometimes if feedback is particularly, <laughs> um, you know, negative, it can feel a bit like, well, you Why know. Why are we bothering? Why are we um, doing this? <laughs> yeah, but it's only that <laughs> yeah. like, 0.5%, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but no, like, so we had so much helpful feedback on this podcast. And actually, something comes to mind that we've had feedback on this podcast that was really um, constructive criticism. And initially when I heard it, I was like, oh God, I feel so like, we'll scrap the whole thing. We'll just leave it. But actually that was the kindest thing that that person could have done was to say, well, actually you're not coming across in a very um, good light here. Or maybe you should look at how you're saying that because it comes across like that. And... Um, I know that for anyone with siblings, brothers are particularly good at pulling out those bits that you could be doing better. Um, So, yeah, I definitely have had um, feedback. And I, with the more negative stuff, I really have to, I normally, I think I take a bit of a knock initially, and then I'm like, no, actually, that was a really kind thing. Like, imagine to someone you care about, to sort of build up the courage to tell them something, they've obviously put you know that's they've thought a lot about that before they've come to you with that you know feedback information and if it's negatively received they're not gonna probably not gonna bother next time um even though it's really really helpful so yeah i've definitely learned to try and like you know just not like say a lot initially just like let give it time to soak in um but then yeah on the positive side i a lot of the time, positive feedback goes straight over my head. I'm like, because I'm so, uh, like, what's the word? Like criticise myself. Self, self-critical. Self-critical. Um, a lot of the time, if I get positive feedback, I'm thinking, oh, well, they didn't see that bit where it was rubbish, or they didn't see all that stuff I had to do to make sure it was that way, and, you know, it shouldn't have taken me lo- that long to get it that way. So much, so I think... I'm over the constructive criticism, and I don't soak in the good it's stuff. Away, isn't it? How about you? Yeah,
1: I think sometimes I ask for external feedback on certain projects when I'm working with people or whatever. But yeah, you don't you don't tend to get quite so much. Um, although we'll probably get quite a lot more now. Get her off the podcast. <laughs> we don't want. To... Um, but yeah, I think it's really hard to take sometimes isn't it and it's you know you have to sort of steel yourself to to take that um that feedback that and you normally know in yourself don't you actually you can normally tell if you're a fairly self-aware person you know when you haven't done something quite as well as you could or that your behavior Mm -hmm. hasn't really been that good um but yeah you're right the positive stuff you know it It can just go over your head especially if you're letting that old imposter syndrome creep in and we Mm. we don't tend to look at what we did well we tend to look at what we didn't do so well and we'll pick up on all of those bits of feedback that were saying well actually that wasn't so good because that really you know really sort of we feel it don't we 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 take it on but Mm. If we reframe it and just sort of say, well, actually, the reason that that was good was because of the work I put into it. The reason it was good. Yeah, there Mm. are going to be moments when it wasn't quite as great, maybe in our heads as it could be. But for the most part, it was it was good and it was good because I put the work in and I did it well. And this Mm. is something I'm good at. So I'm glad I've got that external validation that says I've done it. But it's, that's easier said than done, isn't it? Next time someone gives me some feedback, I'll probably, like you, just go, oh, oh yeah, but did you did you really see how that happened? Or, <laughs> you know, um, oh, no, I'm having a really yeah. bad day. Or whatever. You know, it's just, it is very much quite a cultural thing for us as, as Brits. Mm. It'd be interesting if we've got any international listeners. Yeah, how do you how, take feedback? How does it happen in other mm. cultures? How does it you know how how is feedback given and taken do does it you know you're a bit more positive
0: yeah yeah maybe going forward if I'm giving positive feedback and I can see someone not taking it or like deflecting maybe I'll be like "Are oh, yeah. you deflecting yeah. you know you are you are very good at that and you should soak that in yeah. take it in yeah. take that yeah. achievement that's a it. really
1: good point isn't it when you're when you're giving feedback you know walk in that person's shoes think what they might be thinking and um you know if, mm. they're, if they're deflecting it don't let them make them take it yeah yeah excellent
0: advice mm. so we're saying clear concise feedback is good feedback yep.
1: in the moment if it's appropriate um more formally you might have A system in your organization that allows you to give feedback to others or you might just send an email or something but think about the tools you've got to do it Mm. you can always give someone feedback in the moment and then follow up with with an email or something people do really like that i had um a leader that i worked with who used to just leave a um a smiley post-it on on people's desks so they used used to write a smiley face and then sign it and put it on someone's um, desk when they really like something that they've done. So that's quite a nice way of doing it as well. That's if you're nice. not really quite confident yet with that verbal feedback, that could be quite a nice way of doing it. Mm. People used to, like, collect them, like, tokens. Oh, I've got a smiley. You know, I've got, well, that's right, I've got five smileys, you know. it's um, it's, yeah. it's a good way of doing it if either, you know, you don't see someone at the moment that they do something you really like or you don't have other tools that mean that you can do it it's um it's a nice way to do it but yeah be be specific Mm. with that i mean obviously with your smiley you can't necessarily but um it's still just giving people that sort of they know they're on the right track
0: yeah yeah i think that regular sort of feedback i think there are people that need that more than others and i've noticed their are people that think they're like including mm-hmm. me, to, to, I can't remember if I spoke about it on a previous podcast or not. But there was a time when a, a senior leader had put a last minute meeting in my diary for the same day. I didn't know what it was about, and I just sat for the day, assuming that I was being fired at mm-hmm. two o'clock. I was, you know, I'd pretty much accepted it by the time that two o'clock meeting came around, and actually, it was the total opposite. And I, I was so shocked at what the meeting was actually about. That I actually said to them, I thought you were going to fire yeah. me, and they just like laughed in my yeah. face. Virtually, um, and they were like, well, "Where did what, that come from? Why did you yeah. think that?" They're like, what, "What have you done? Why?" Yeah. yeah, what have you done that I don't know about? <laughs> and so it's funny how we can get so wrapped up in our own heads, and yeah, for our teams as well, we don't we don't know what people are thinking. They don't they can't read our minds and know that we think they're brilliant people, and so yeah after this i'm definitely going to try and give even more regular feedback and force people to take it even if they're deflecting yeah, i'm
1: going to go off and give my team some feedback because i haven't done that for a little while so i'm going to go and give them some feedback tell them how great they're doing yeah. um
0: get your five get pebbles. five
1: pebbles yeah yeah be careful not to throw them through the window um yeah <laughs> i'm going to go and do that now
0: lovely all right well that Brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you all got something from that and found it useful. I hope you will all be giving even more feedback after this episode. Um, In today's episode, Sarah will be sharing a learning for the week. Sarah, have you got something that has inspired you this week? Doesn't have to be related to this topic. Absolutely anything that you have learned or felt inspired by.
1: I think, I guess, what's inspiring me this week is that I have sort of really started to take my exercise seriously again um, over the summer month, I think I got a bit lazy about it as I think a lot of us did maybe with all sorts of things because you're um, it's summer holidays and you can't stay in normal routines and things um, and I've really tried to sort of get back to that um, with that sort of whole get back to school thing and um, what works for me really well is running um i find it really good to just be able to run and think um because i'm that's that's how i best think so um i think my la- learning and inspiring is getting back out there and uploading that couch to 5k again
0: oh yeah are you doing couch to 5k I now am, yeah yeah oh, me yeah, too cause I, yeah
1: cuz i i didn't run i had a knee injury so i couldn't run for a while and i then i just got lazy and i didn't run um And I've Mm. noticed such a difference, I think, in my mental health. So I would say, Mm. you know, aside of all the other stuff that you can do for your development, looking after you and looking after your well-being is really important. And exercise is, is a really important part of that. And it's so easy to just not prioritise that when you're trying to look after everyone else. But as we always say, put your own oxygen mask on first. That's the key mm, thing. Exactly. And you, you know, you can't help other people if you're absolutely burned out yourself. Um, so yeah. that's my
0: learning for this week. Very good. Do you know, I'm very glad you've raised that, actually, because I got to week five or six of Couch to 5K halfway through the summer, and then it got to those really hot weeks, and I haven't run since. So I was like, oh, I can't mm. run in the heat, making excuses for myself. So now I'm inspired to go and start running again and um yeah i i agree it just give you the headspace doesn't it to process everything yeah. and really feel more just at peace with yeah the world. helps you file your brain we need that right now we everything. certainly <laughs> do yeah
1: definitely helps you file everything i think yeah. and um but it might not be running it might for be something sure. else yoga it might be spinning it might be going to the gym it might just be going for a walk you don't have to run you can just mm. walk but taking that time um i think is really important and we worry so much about for our sure. teams and other people that we do neglect ourselves. So don't neglect yourselves. It's really important.
0: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Well, thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please give us a follow on Instagram and LinkedIn at New Managers Club. And do please send us your feedback. If you like this episode, do let us know because it makes our day when we get some positive feedback. Equally, if you have some constructive criticism, ways that we can improve, also let us know. We would equally love to hear it. We would. Bye. Bye for now.